0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, we've got interviews, podcasts, series, and content. On a various subjects including mental health, football, serial killers, films, TV, conspiracy theories, writing, music and more. All our shows are available in video format at youtube.com slash nation and audio at all the usual podcasting platforms. Today's show is my favourite type of show instead of the usual format. It's uh, episode number 9 I think but maybe 10 of our uh, series unscripted and uncensored where i uh, have no prep no script no run through completely unedited uncensored we just uh, have some talking points some subjects questions sent in by the people on twitter or facebook or email whatever and uh, we just go where those questions and things take us it can be a lot of fun definitely go off the rails definitely go off on various tangents talking about random shit and uh, definitely be a lot of fun. Today I'm joined by uh, one of the UK MMA and Welsh MMA's top prospects. You heard Jack Shaw recently talk on our, on our show, I have extremely highly of him. Uh, he was the winner of the Cage Warriors European Grand Prix. Uh, joining me is uh, Mr. Oban Evil, Eddie three and 0 in Cage Warriors, professionally in Cage Warriors now at the moment. Welcome, buddy. How's it going? How are we doing, side Top man, how are we doing? All right mates getting ready for this I just I was getting definitely a look through all the questions earlier and there's like Jesus
1: oh, I is, is
0: there a couple they've been, they there's a lot of them they uh, I was yeah. I was looking I think you and Jack and Brett have had the most questions yeah before that I think it was Rodri Giggs had the most but a lot oh. of them were like the same questions same questions about his yeah. brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt very really bad like with that because I was like uh, cringing every time you speak yeah, speaking to him but like I said to him I said look you know you knew, we knew that we were going to get loads of these questions he must have knew said, that himself yeah, and I said like if you don't want to talk about it we won't but it's just it almost builds it builds it up more doesn't it if you don't talk yeah, about yeah, it yeah. it's like you're avoiding it and he was like no he's a funny guy crack but, on, yeah. oh, crack but on. that's hard I bet that's a, that's a uh, I'll the swallow and for the oh, brother. Oh. Uh, and the worst thing is, mate, and I still can't believe it. And I watched, I seen a clip when he spoke about it the other day. Is his family, yeah. none of them speak to him as if he'd done something wrong. Like, I don't know who I'd rather be. I'd, I don't know if I'd rather be the guy
1: who, you know, I don't know if I'd want to be, yeah, you know,
0: Ryan or Rodri. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Well, he's. Was... <laughs> Your head would
1: be screwed after oh, mate. that, it? How would you, do you, know you ever mean? trust
0: anyone again after that? No, I know. Uh, your head would be screwed. Oh, no. It's a bad one, mate. But uh, then... I couldn't do that. I think and I'd then... rather be Ryan. I'd rather be the one who'd done the, done the deed. <laughs> uh, to be honest. But like he said on the show, like he said, uh, when he done that Party Power advert, where he was poking fun at it and that about loyalty and that. Have you seen it? Have you seen the advert he did? Oh. No. So, basically... is Rod- the connection Rod- gone funny, or...? Yeah, it did, just then. Um, it's gone back now. It's back now. You still hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. I just... Hang on. Let me... Uh,
0: let me... Sort it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but- so, Roger Giggs didn't... Uh, he did a like an advert for Paddy Power, where he was basically just poking fun at it, just like saying stuff about yeah. loyal, loyalty and all that. It was all tongue- in cheek, and he got paid a oh, shitload yeah. of, got paid a shitload of money for it so yeah, yeah. when he done that's, that that's the way you've got it. yeah when he when he done it is uh one of his family members like said to him, "Oh, you've overstepped the line there, doing the advert like and I was like, what." He's overstepped the line by, like, uh, getting paid for it and poking a bit of fun uh, at it. But, like, Ryan, who's been sleeping with his brother's wife for uh, however many years, that's all right. They're all fine with that. Like, that's bizarre, mate. That's,
1: that is... Uh, being having your brother sleep with your missus
0: for all that time. Your head yeah. would be screwed. School-
1: it would
0: be like There's no returns Yeah I don't know You recover from that mate To be honest But then Like I said All his family They don't speak to Rodri And they, they're they all Still friends with You know Ryan And whatever And No I, Like Rodri said that Yeah I don't because where not make any
1: sense
0: Well Rodri said Like obviously I don't know But Rodri said That it, uh, it was because Ryan pays for their You know all their houses And their cars And all that sort of stuff So they don't want to lose that but, uh, but obviously I don't know but it
1: makes sense what he said it? well yeah he's, don't got, to annoy him, uh, yeah.
0: Don't he's got
1: to have
0: some coin isn't he well he's bound to have a, fu- a couple of quid isn't he I would have thought so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah in.
0: definitely let's get into this uh, into these questions um, what I'd like to do uh, is before we go into all the questions and the discussion points that everyone sends in We'll, uh, just get you to tell us a bit about you where you know where you're from what growing up and uh, siblings how you basically ended up where you are today
1: well my name's Oban Elliot as as you know I'm originally from Murphy Tidville in South Wales uh, but when I was a youngster well, I was seven years old we moved up in England in a place called Melbourne uh, I've got well I've, I've you know, obviously recently just moved back after I finished uni. But um I've got all together So there's Joanne, Liam, Lloyd, Lee, no, Lloyd, me, Lee, there's well there's six of six. I've got all together, well five siblings. So from my mother and step stepfather, I've got Tess. Then from my father's previous marriage I've got Joanne and Liam and then there's Lloyd me and Lee all
0: together, so it's three of us, and yeah, was, there's a fair few of us. Fair like, few yeah.
1: Of you, innit? yeah, yeah. So, did you
0: say Malvern? You yeah. went to live, yeah. Set, yeah there's, li- there's a hotel there, it's one of my favorite places to go. Uh, oh, yeah, with my missus, yeah, the, the Malvern Spa. Oh, that's
1: a that good day, uh, yeah, yeah, I know know that that is, yeah, yeah. That's a that
0: hydrotherapy to... pool, and it was hot. I'd, I've never actually been in there, oh, it's wicked, I've never me. actually been in there, but yeah, no, I, li- I lived there for years, yeah, yeah, it's a nice area, isn't it? Yeah,
1: lovely, lovely. So I think my 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 father's idea was get us out of Murph for, the, not growing up, you know the same way yeah, the same way you did actually, like, you know? yeah,
0: yeah yeah, Get you out of there in your teenage years yeah yeah, gave back once you've grown yeah. So, what's Oba? And that's not a not a name that you hear like a lot. No, what no. Um, where does that come from? Do you know?
1: I don't know. Well, because my you know unfortunately my father passed away, and it was his. Idea to call me Oban, so I'll, ne- I'll never know. You know, people call me Oban. Oban it's actually pronounced. My name should be pronounced Oban, right? Okay. But, yeah, no, I'll, ne- I'll never know. I don't think. I don't make any sense. Yeah. Does it? you know, Morris, i I'm, I'm, out with it, there's three brothers all together, three sons. He had, and one's called Lloyd, one's called Liam.
0: You know, you think I'd be called like Luke or something when like yeah. but, something but Oban. Yeah. So when when did you, how old were you when you first got into like MMA and stuff?
1: Well, MMA is I had my first MMA fight when I was eighteen. So, but that that was my first. Co- I originally started training. I you know ever since I can remember, you know my my mother and father would take take me and my brother Lloyd because we were only, we were only young kids. Um, stuff like it was everything we were we like obviously gymnastics and stuff like that, swimming, but then we were in like judo classes, up a boxing gym now and then, but me and my brother, we used to hate it. But then uh, we when we moved up to Melbourne, when he died, uh, we sort of carried it on and from that, about the age of seven, eight years old, I was training in taekwondo. You know, the, you know I don't know if you heard understand that, the stand-up, yeah, yeah. stand-up martial art, taekwondo. And uh, that was, yeah, That I kept that up for, for a good few years and then stopped for a bit my brother kept kept going he's a little bit older than me he went to a boxing gym then um, I sort of followed him because I never used to I never used to get on with it I never used to like it I used oh, to always I, always I used to always want to because I watched I think I, I can't remember how old it was. I was but I remember it like it was yesterday I watched Rocky one or three where and I was stood there in my room like, yeah, that's it. I wanna be, I wanna be a boxer sort of thing. But um I'd go training, get punched, start crying and run to my mother, you know, <laughs> I was one I was I was one of them kids when I was when I was when I was uh when I was, you know, about that age, eight or nine, ten. And then um when I was in secondary school was when I went to the kickboxing gym where I because the first taekwondo instructor I ever had, Julian Burton, he opened up a kickboxing gym and he seen me and my brother, we were two like rowdy, you know, outgoing kids, you know, louder than everybody else up there. And, uh, he said, this probably isn't for them. They've got a lot, far too much energy and, you know, they need tight, taming, taming down a bit. Disciplining a bit. Yeah. So he was opening a kickboxing gym, like freestyle kickboxing gym. So, you know, as you can imagine, it's just kickboxing, a lot of sparring and stuff like that and hitting pads and, more like you know, like a traditional fight in gym. And yeah. uh, from the age of about twelve, I, I, twelve I think I was just turned. I was on the bus back, um, and I said to my brother, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna come training tonight." And he's like, "Oh, I say that all the time." And then I, uh, since then, I ne- never looked back. I had a, my first fight three months later. I just picked up to it, you know. I would always trained, but I never stuck at it because I'd always, you know, oh, if my brother would it me too hard, we'd argue, and then. It was because Lloyd done it first. He carried on. It was, you know, petty. Yeah, like that. Yeah. But I, I stuck at it fully, 100%, from the age of about 12. And um, from then, yeah, I, I, I'd fight after fight, tournament after tournament. And my first my first few fights, I lost. but I, I like, lost my first like three kickboxing fights, I thought, no, I'm having to go. You know, I'm taking part. And then when I won my first one then, I thought, oh, I could keep this up then. And then true. I... Yeah, I got you know, I you know, and then I, I had a couple of fights in school, down the park on on the street, you know, as a young a young kid, like near you enough know, anyone else does, and uh, I started to just love it more and more and I you know, um since from that age right to now and then I you know, I, I, I was eighteen when I had my first MMA fight and the rest is seems to be history so far.
0: Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, that's quite. It's quite old, that isn't it? To have your first MMA fight for a yeah. like, for a pro in it to be eighteen Cause, like, a that lot. Was, of people... That's
1: my first amateur amateur MMA bout. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: but so that's, before that's...
1: then I'd had about say fifteen amateur kickboxing fights. Yeah. So it, it, whether that was in front of a, a full crowd or whether that was in a tournament setting where you'd fight say one o'clock in the afternoon and then. You'd see you'd win on the other side of the bright, and then you'd fight again two minutes like like two two minute rounds, but you could have like four fights in a day. Yeah. So I I'd had i had i done countless tournaments like that in kickboxing. So I'd got a real taste for competition, and by the time I could train consistently in MMA, because the gym up in Malvern there's no gyms on it, so I was having to travel on the train up towards Worcester. And um, as soon as I could, I I took a fight, yeah, and then I never looked back.
0: What was your um? What was, what was your amateur record for in MMA?
1: Eight wins, no losses.
0: So uh, really, like since you've after that initial, uh, those initial couple of losses in kickboxing, yeah, you haven't really lost. In I combat haven't lost sports since at all. Like.
1: My first three amateur fights, no. But ever, I think that's yeah. what people, what people, people tend to think of me as well. They they always come up to me and say I'm undefeated. It's like. I am undefeated, but then again, I've lost before I know what it's like to lose and I cared yeah. more then. You know, I I was really worried about losing then. You know, I come out of the ring, big ice on my head. Everyone feels sorry for me, buy me a Mac, he's on the way home or <laughs> something like that, you know. And but now, you know, I got I, I got a I've got a mindset of a, a bit of a vet. You're undefeated, blah blah blah. Yeah. It I I haven't got the I I don't know if there's a, such a thing as an undefeated fight that, you know, He's going to have lost at some point, whether he was six years old in the judo competition or whether he's lost for a world title. He have lost at some point. You know, There's not a single person, I don't think, on the round of every competition he's ever done. That's fact. I don't, I don't think there is. And even if you look at then sparring, you know, they've probably lost a round of sparrings.
0: Yeah, I will. To me, it's not really a thing. Yeah, it's true. I wonder if Khabib's ever lost a round, like a oh, sparring or something. no he must have. I i can
1: guarantee his brothers or his, his his brothers would have filled him in when he was younger. That's what happened with me. I was the youngest brother of three, and then i had my old man. You know, I was literally the smallest man in, in the family. Like, you know, yeah. So yeah, that's how I grew up getting filled in.
0: Well, that's said, it, "Nah, it's." If you're anyone who's got brothers, they know what it's like to. Uh, like I was the older brother, so I was all right. But like my younger yeah. brother, I used to beat the crap out of him a lot. But this is where it is, isn't it? But I mean, yeah, Khabib's yeah, got yeah. a couple of brothers, have not he? Like, and I yeah, suppose yeah. it's even worse if you got like if you got um, if all I the brothers he... do combat sports and that. yeah. Well, I was the
1: same. I was the same situation with. Been training longer. He started before me. He knew every he knew everything more than I did. I could yeah. never beat him in a spa I could never show him any something he didn't already know. You know, I was just always oh, second best all the time. You know, I'm always I was used to being second best. Mm. I think that's it does help my head a bit going into fights. Going, you know, i It's it's giving me a different mindset. I think you know my brother would probably say he's got a different one to me. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting thing, and it is because all these different things growing up they influence, like how you approach fights, how you approach training, how you approach all these different things. It's going to have an influence in it on your yeah. on your mindset and your psychology. Oh, going into it. Yeah. So yeah, um, big
1: time, big time. I think. Um, yeah, go on, man. I was just going to say
0: yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. Um, what's um, like we. You, your mum and dad were they all happy when they, when you told them you were going to turn pro and go into fighting as a career uh,
1: yeah yeah you know they were, they were you know, really proud of me they, they, they know I want to do this since I was a little kid you know and I think to, to, to my mother and all my family really none of it comes as a surprise because they know how hard I've worked my whole life for, mm. for this so when I said you know I was turning professional first thing my, my granddad said well, look, well, he's better, better start getting paid now. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it'll come. And It's mm-hmm. the first thing he turned on and said. But yeah, other than that, you know, they're all really proud of me. They're all happy. My mother only just started coming to watch me fight like two years ago. Never yeah. seen one before that. Out of, I reckon all it's of got them. to
0: be hard for mums to, yeah. to watch their kids get like smashed in the face.
1: Yeah, she can't, no. She's only just started, literally two years, October 2017 was the first time she ever come.
0: Oh, that's mad, no. Yeah. It's exciting time not it for like for UK MMA because there's so yeah. many like really like good fighters and you know there's there's this guy particularly Wales made especially there's some fighters who could go like to the very top. No, you know, I agree like,
1: with you, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a I don't think there's ever been a... if you take the old UK uh there's never been a time where um UK MMA's had this many prospects at once. I don't think I can't think of a time that Terry him back then. I, did. you know, none of them were in the talks of being world champions before, apart from Michael Bisping, obviously. Yeah. But obviously now it's you know it's a it's a new new wave, especially you know the boys, me and the boys in my gym. You know we're diff- we're gonna show a lot. You know anyone who doesn't think you know. Across the world, that you know, this little country in a corner, yeah, is there's a lot we, we can we're gonna we're gonna show, you know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, people will be surprised over the next couple of years. Some of the Welsh fighters coming up and like, yeah. in the UFC and Cage Warriors and Bellator. And that, I just think, they're gonna take over, mate. Yeah, That's I
1: think I they have as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like the UK overall, there's like you've got like um, like Paddy Pimblet and you've got Molly McCann and Darren Till. Tom Mearns, Brett Johns, Jack Short, uh, John Phillips, Lewis Long. There's so many, like, either already, like, in the UFC or already on the brink of UFC or upcoming and ready to really push on over the next couple of years. Yeah. It just could be, like, I just think in, like, three or four years, you could see, like, a UFC top ten, and it could be filled with British fighters.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. But it's it's mad how much everybody's come on. You know, I remember you go back seven years. I was fifteen, fifteen. Um, I was still having to explain to people what MMA was. Yeah, and people just didn't have a clue. Like, What's jiu jitsu? What are they doing on the floor? They just didn't have like the foggiest idea of it. And now it's you know it's probably the biggest sport in the UK other than football. And yeah. even football You know people are, people are talking about Like Liverpool Versus Man City Or whatever But they're also talking about The next UFC event Coming up You know It's oh, yeah. just as big It literally is just as big
0: Yeah I think the only thing Which in some ways <laughs> Holds the UFC back From making that next step Is that it's always on a, like Four o'clock in the morning
1: yeah, if yeah it was
0: on a like prime time Sunday night Like or Saturday night Like eight yeah. o'clock at night I just think It would be huge Like I think that's the only thing Which holds it back but, but then, I think like,
1: um yeah, yeah, no, you you're totally right there. That that'll get like the casual fan watching, but yeah. What I think you'll find is especially when it's like showing up three, four, four o'clock in the morning, like groups of lads would go out on a night out and then yeah. they'd and then pick someone um, else to go back to and carry on, go all the way through and watch the UFC, you know, no sleep. That's it's like so a part you know?
0: <laughs> Yeah. I admit I I used to be able to do that these days, like I'm coming up forty soon, I um uh, Every time I seem to try and stay awake to watch the UFC, I fall asleep at like three o'clock in I the mi- morning.
1: I'm just saying, i t- ask say any of the boys, I'd fall asleep, I'd fall asleep in a nightclub, I <laughs> I, <tell laughs> it, and
0: I always do now. I'm like, ah, you're one of those who fall asleep against the speaker, like, yeah, while it's, no, I, I, I don't know
1: what it is. I got, I got some, it's like a, I, t- I don't know what it is, obviously, because I can never drink either, hardly. I'm in fight camp all the time, but so when I do drink, I think, you know, I think I'm 18 again. Yeah. And I don't know, it never ends up the same. <laughs> it never, you know, it's, I've always had to dip out and go to the kebab shop after a night out. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can't afford a kebab. No. So, like, so that takes me actually onto one of the questions. One of the questions we had in was uh, what have you sacrificed to get where you are currently?
1: Oh, I'd say the biggest one for me, you know, I'm 22 now just turned 22 and the biggest one for me would just be your social life is is you've got to what have I sacrificed well I went to uni for three years and other than the first term you know ask anyone I went to uni with I right, coming out no tra- I've got training tomorrow morning no I've got a fight coming up. but I'm not drinking for eight weeks or so boys will go away to festivals holidays no no, you know the, the amount of times the amount of things I've had to turn down in, in reward, in exchange of, you know, dead, staying dedicated to my training yeah. to make sure I'm getting better. No, I, I've never got, a, I've never got in, in over my own head and thought, oh, I'd be right to go I have a week off training in Inappa and, and come back with four weeks left to prepare for the fight. You know, I've never been like that. I've been dedicated the old way. I carried myself like a world champion, I, I'd say, you know, because that's, that's my mindset. And
0: The thing is, you've got to be, have I mean, you? Because, like, these days fighters like say like you were saying just now, like seven eight years ago, where m m a wasn't as big yeah. you, you had m m a fighters where predominantly they'd be like strikers or they'd be grapplers or they'd be yeah whatever you know they'd, they'd kind of specialize in one discipline and then yeah. they'd maybe be all right at some other stuff, whereas now all the top fighters can pretty much do everything you've got to do it all
1: you know and and, and the thing is with me. I, you know, I'm only I'm only young, but I, I had this thing in my head where I, I'm not gonna wait until I'm twenty one so I can go out or go out as much as I can, go go to all these do every festival every year and do a weekend here, a weekend there, go out on on a piss with the lads all the time. I didn't wanna do that because I know I wouldn't have been able to live with myself, you know, if I'm copping out of my childhood dream. Yeah. Just for the sake of a couple of nights out, you know. So that's for what I've had to sacrifice is you know, a lot, a lot of money. Life. A lot of money, my entire social life, ask any of the boys. But they all support me, you know, they, we all come together every fight and I still see him now when I can. Um, but yeah, you know, I've had to sacrifice a lot, you know, if I go out with my girlfriend anywhere, if I'm in fight camp, I'm, um, you know, can I eat this? No, can't go to that restaurant sort of thing. Yeah. See, I can't drink, you know, there's a lot of things I can't do and it's yeah. a selfish life, you know.
0: I think people forget sometimes like the impact that being like a professional fighter has on their like the girlfriends and the wives yeah. and stuff yeah. but also like particularly when you're starting out as a professional it's financially on you guys because yeah. maybe you've got to turn down work because you're training or you're in yeah. fight camp or whatever yeah. it may be and like people don't think of that because they think no. a professional fighter He's like getting paid for it. Or I go out. I've just been
1: that. out over Christmas and out and out with the boys. Oh, you can get around in professional now. And I, think, mm-hmm. I, I literally said, to him, "Oh, you've probably got more money than me, mate. I can guarantee you that now." Yeah, you
0: know, it it's... takes time, doesn't it, to to yeah. to get you know to build build yourself to a certain level. Yeah, and like. No, um, I spoke when I spoke to Paddy. He was saying like it's disgusting the 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 amount which MMA fighters get paid compared yeah. to boxers. No, it's terrible. Say, like like a top say the top British MMA fighters don't get even probably half of what an average boxer gets. That Daniel and Dubois, stuff.
1: I think. What's he now? He's he's like just one the British title, I think. Daniel Dubois. You know, he he's all good in all he's really good in all fairness. But I guarantee you he's not working full time. No. I can guarantee you he's got a nice car on the drive, you know. I, I, he's not yeah. worried about money. You know, I'm worried you know, I'm I'm 22, I don't, I haven't lived at home since I was 18, since I went to uni, and, um, you know, I'm financially dependent, um, I'm, you know, I, I, I've got no backup, I can't go to my mother and father for money, I can't go to yeah. anybody for money, you know, I've got to work for, work for every penny I've got, and, you know, I chase sponsors as much as I can, because without them, you know what? What people don't realize as well, if I've got to have a week off for fight week or something, I'm missing out on a week's wages. So then, yeah, but the, the fight comes round. I've out my fight purse. I've probably lent money off a couple of people because I'm skint. So I've got to pay them back. So I don't have a fight purse, and then I come back the Monday. I don't get a paycheck. So I've got to work. You know what I mean? It's not really, yeah. uh, it's Man. not glamorous at all. But. um I know, I know where I'm going with it. And uh, I put the work in and there's not a chance I'm not making a living out of this. And there's not a chance I'm not being one of the best, if not the best in the world. And that's, you know, I, I've got, I'm on a mission and I've been since I was a kid with that, you know?
0: Yeah. Can't afford you, mate. They, um, yeah. I couldn't believe, um, I think it was, it was either Paddy or Danny told me that they, when fighters go out, so like a British fighter goes out with the UFC, uh, yeah. For like an event in America, they only pay for like a certain amount of their team to go out. I think it's yeah. two or three. Two, so if you want, two. like, so if you want, like, all your coaches out there, for instance, yeah, you pay for it out of your own pocket or yeah. get a sponsor. Out your purse. Couldn't believe that because like, nah. you know, UFC is like a billion-dollar company, you know. And then you look you know at
1: I mean? the tax. What you'll get? What if you fight in America and you the amount you'll get taxed on your on your purse when you bring it back over here? Sh- it's not glamorous, it out, you? You know? yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not a glamorous living. But uh, once you start, you can't stop, you know. And yeah. I'm not stopping now.
0: So no, and I mean the dream is to get to that Con McGregor level financially, That's... where you're just raking in yeah. the bucks everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's get into some of these questions. We always have a load of questions about Con McGregor. He's like, oh yeah. Everyone loves talking about him. <laughs> he's just. He's Oh, he always got plenty To say haven't he You can say so, what
1: you want About him He is the main man though. You
0: can't say You can't fault can't him, him mate can't fault him When he started out With the UFC and He, he was on benefits And his yeah, missus yeah. Was supporting him And stuff and I like, do
1: think that mate You know he was on benefits He could have just Got a job Yeah I always think that I think uh, but Everyone was going Oh you know God bless him He's, he's on the dog But I could go on the dog Now
0: mm-hmm.
1: Train full time I could do that now yeah, I go weird. to work. I go to work every day. You know, I, I, you know. That's just the that's just the point. I ain't him, and he's never no. going to watch it, is he? So. But,
0: yeah, no, you know, well, he could be a biggest could be our biggest fan, mate. You know, yeah. Just, yeah, Who knows? Yeah. yeah, he um he's made his money. He made, let's be fair. it oh, in- yeah, be interesting to see how he does now this year because he looks like I was watching an interview with um John Carverna. And he was like, yeah. he's, he hasn't he hasn't seen him this focused in years, and he no,
1: yeah, looks jacked. Well. like.
0: So yeah. I'd be interested if you if he smokes Cerrone and like around, yeah. And
1: then if he's just absolutely schools him, you could say get back in with Khabib, can you? You yeah. know.
0: I still think he needs to fight someone else
1: before Khabib, I do. I agree, I do. But I think, you know, Dana will be jumping at that. I don't think they should do that, though, because if Conor loses to Khabib twice, he's... Done, eh? He. What are you going to... I don't think he's done, but he's never going to reach that... He's going to have to go up to Welterweight, isn't he, and have a go up there?
0: <laughs> but then, I, see, I, I think I'd rather see him in, like, super fights than yeah. challenge him for the title again. He's got... I, cause if he beats Khabib, he's the best. He's one of the best ever, isn't he? Oh god gotcha. Yeah. No. And like people, like I know Khabib whooped him. Like, but I do think that part of the reason that he didn't do as well as he could have was I felt like he he adapted it the way he fought too much. Yeah, to yeah, to, yeah. To, to to kind of to try and defend he was, Khabib. He was
1: he was scared to um, engage when he.
0: Yeah, he ball. didn't do like you know like. When you watch all those early fights, like against Aldo and against Chad Mendes, and all those fights with him, yeah, he he brings these weird angles, and he's yeah. like snapping his left left hand around, and he just yeah. never kind of got those angles working, and never right. really pushed. He was waiting for a
1: shot, when he, you know, he yeah. was scared of the shot, you know. He, if you if you obviously take part in this, but I can see exactly why you fought the way you did. Yeah, of course. Chris Khabib's obviously just—he's just stupidly strong. He, it's weird because people say he looks boring, but if you know what you're looking at, you're like, like you know how hard it is to keep someone there for that long, mm. and you know how hard it is to get up. But like, it's one of those things. I I'd say it's harder to keep someone down than it is to get up. But that's 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 my uh, take on it. But the way he just dominates people, it's scary, really.
0: See, I am. Um, I don't mind watching like a good fight, like, with high-level grappling and jujitsu, No, no, me, no. I find it interesting. Like, yeah. I, um, I saw the last UFC pay-per-view, a load of people was kind of slating um, the women's match, was it? Durain, uh Durandamine and... I didn't, what, I didn't I watch that one. Amanda Nunes. Ah, oh, right. And um, I thought it was an awesome fight, I did. I really uh, thought it was wicked, like, they were just... I didn't watch it. Back and forth, like, no, I but, didn't um, see it. So, all right. So, one of the questions about Connor was, or Khabib, Connor, and uh, Ferguson was who have you got between McGregor and Cerrone, and who have you got between Khabib and Ferguson, and why?
1: I've got McGregor beating Cerrone, and I've got Khabib beating Ferguson. Um, I think McGregor are beat. Oh, it's a tough one, but I think I think is McGregor will probably have a an hard first round against Cerrone, but then he'll, he'll come into his own. And he'll start because I've obviously I've you know I'm I'm a fighter myself, and the way Cerrone fights, I think eventually you'll be able to start sussing him out. So eventually you'll be able to start you know taking his reads, and because he's he's very bold, you know he's very orthodox in what he yeah. does, you know it's this you know it's. Box really technical, powerful striker, but he's vet you know, he's almost predictable. And I think McGregor's got that that flair about him. I think he'll catch him, and but you know, it's Cowboy's thirty seven. I think now coming up, so you know, he's not, he's no spring chicken. And I, I pick, I pick McGregor for that. I think eventually he'll, he'll catch him and TKO him.
0: Yeah, it, it, I think as the fight goes on, you could see Cerrone. maybe coming into it a bit more if yeah. McGregor gets a bit gassed but I just can't see anything other than McGregor I think the TK second round
1: him. yeah I think the second round he's just going to the way down Till done to Cerrone but I don't think he'll do it straight away like Till did
0: no what but about Ferguson mate what do you think I, of him
1: I think I think he's really good but I think Khabib will do the exact same thing to, to Ferguson as what he does to everybody else all this spinning around on your head and, and elbows from the bottom mm. yeah that's all well and good but you could, you ain't, you're not going to do that. And if he does do that to Khabib, you could say, you know, fair play to him. But I mean, it's. it's the um,
0: sorry, mate. Sorry to interrupt you, mate. No, it's, no, um, carry on. Like, obviously, you'll know much, much more than me. It's, Ferguson's jujitsu is very, very high level, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, with that in mind, like, if Khabib takes him down, would Ferguson would have a better chance of getting someone from underneath, wouldn't he? Than like Connor or someone like that.
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely he's got more of a chance. But things with MMA, and if you're a good wrestler like Khabib, he's going to be controlling Ferguson pretty, uh, pretty well. And um, the the things with MMA, and people forget it, it's like oh it's a jitter fighter, but you could just if you're on top, you can get up. So if, yeah. it, I think if if Ferguson starts putting Khabib in a knot. You Know Khabib has every right to stand up. You can be pretty, and anti- you don't have to be a very high level jiu jitsu fighter to be anti jiu jitsu. You can just stall people out and shut things down. And obviously, with MMA, you know, if you start spinning around on your head, you're gonna get an elbow, elbow yeah. in your face, you know, all, all that sort of thing.
0: So, yeah, um, a knee to the face,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's not really uh, but you know, I think. You know Ferguson could prove me wrong, but I think Khabib will just, it will just maul him. I honestly think he'll maul him. I don't know why everyone's saying it'll be such a close fight.
0: Yeah, I I think pretty similar. I I would quite mm. like to see Ferguson versus McGregor. I think I'd that would be an absolute well. banger. Yeah, that would be a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I should have put the I I should have put the questions in order. So that I I bunched them all up. They're all just in just like a random order. So let's see no, right. what people got. Uh, okay, John Jones. Is he the greatest of all time, or has he made too many mistakes and had too many chances?
1: No, he's the greatest of all time. Like, you know, he, he's human like everybody else. And if he wants to go out on on a Saturday night like, and have a have a bit of this and have a bit of that, you know, he, you
0: know, he's a, rare, he's the it? best
1: of all time. It is he, you know you can't turn around and tell him you can't. You know, the drug the, the the drug testing agency might have a problem with it, but. If he's sniffing cocaine, I don't know how that's going to help him as a fight there. That's just going to hinder him. So yeah. if, he's do, if he's sniffing cocaine on the weekends and still beating these boys up, you, you know, you've got to say it's even more impressive, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, no, I think that the drug testing thing, yeah, I think he's been pretty redeemed because everybody else, you know, Nate his thing come out. It's like, oh, right, so you've got i have cocked up yeah. But yeah. every, no, I thought Jones was on the juice like everybody else did. But you know, I yeah, I I think without a doubt he's he's the best of all time. He's you know he's
0: miles ahead of everyone. Yeah, he's just high level everything, and he. But I yeah. think since he got like everyone slaughtered him because he was failed tests and that uh, yeah. after the Cormier fight. Since then, like you say, like they had the mistake with Diaz. They had the mistake with
1: oh yeah, uh, yeah. someone else
0: as well. Yeah, everybody, everybody locked like, out. And I just think it's bullshit that they can say someone's failed a test and then go back on it and say, oh, actually, it was a mistake. Because well, you, you are
1: Romero. He got, like, millions for his... He sued him because it nearly ruined his career. He's an Olympian, well, so...
0: You get labelled with it, mate. And I think yeah. you get labelled with it, it's difficult because like, oh, it's like mud, mud sticks, imagine. doesn't it?
1: yeah 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 I can't imagine what that's like I'm explaining to people all the time
0: yeah, yeah. and that's the thing you would want to explain it wouldn't you because you don't yeah. want to be labelled as no, like a cheat I, th- I,
1: I, you know, I think you know, if, dr- if you saw that coming out and saying that he's clean he's clean
0: You know, it is what it is you can't dispute that no they should clarify it shouldn't they though before yeah, they announce definitely. it like, I'd go i go mean?
1: techno if that happened to me if I hadn't took anything and then he turned around and said I'm on gear I'd go nuts
0: yeah. yeah, but this it affects your whole career going forward. Oh, yeah, it? sponsorships, everything. Like,
1: yeah,
0: um, all right, let's get into some of these random questions. Then, um, all right, let's start with a nice, easy one. JD asks, uh, who do you want to fight next? Like, after the one you got in March,
1: Donovan Desme. That's who I want. In uh, I'll be booked for June. He's fighting Paddy.
0: I was going to say these are the winners. March.
1: So if he wins, I, I, if he wins or loses, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be calling him out. Yeah.
0: So you're fighting. until the 23rd, is it? 28th. 28th. Yeah. You, you're looking forward to that one, then?
1: I yeah. You know, I, I'm. Well, it's my first full week back training after Christmas, and I haven't lost any momentum from where I left off. You know, I only had two weeks off maximum from my birthday to now. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I could fight in a couple of weeks regarding my weight, but as far as fitness and technique and everything, else, everything's there. You know, it's yeah, it's come back straight away. I'm I'm in. I've never been in form like this in my life. I didn't think I could be this good. I didn't think I'd have I'd have skills that I do now. I didn't think I thought I'd be a good strike guy. I'd have power, and that will get me through. But you know, I can do it all now. And I hopefully this fight lasts a round or two, so I can show people. You know.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I suppose. If you go on like a a streak of winning fights in like a minute or two, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult but, to get the, the the time in the cage, innit, you know, to to well, improve your skills. It's and that.
1: it's not so much it's not so much the time in the cage. I just want people to realise what. It, yeah, I'm probably the best kept secret because I don't think anybody has a clue what I can do. No, well, that but, can have its
0: advantages as well, can't it's it,
1: good, winning... it? It is it's, It will have an advantage because a few boys will be having a shot this year, mate. Let me tell you that. Um,
0: so another question we had was what uh, what are your aims for 2020? Or what, what w- would constitute a good year for 2020 for you?
1: Four fights and four wins by the end of the year. And if I'm not, I want to be fighting for the title this time next year or if, if for some reason there's a pullout at any point in the year and nobody else can take it because whatever reason. Oh, I, I'm coming for that belt within 12 months. That's, so four fights this year from January to December. I want four fights and four wins, four more wins on my record. Eh? that's a good year for me.
0: Tidy. Well, see what you want to do is like, I'm telling you, like, but like, yeah. just Keep yourself like within that weight, to And then if they need yeah, yeah, yeah. someone to step oh, up, yeah. you're there.
1: Oh yeah, no. I'm. I'm about. It will sound like a lot, but I'm a big guy for the weight, and I'm about 30 pounds, about 185 pounds now, which is my natural walk-around weight. But I could diet 15 pounds off healthy and comfortably in six weeks. And then the last, the last weight cut week, I cut another 15 off and that's, that's comfortable, you know? So, yeah, so you I'll could be, do that
0: no problem really. But be,
1: as soon as I get down to this weight, I'm, I'm just going to float around 170, I think.
0: Yeah, cause you happens. just never know, do you, if like yeah, people pull know. out or people But you know, I, I, got a, I got a few
1: more, I got a few more a few more uh fights to win before yeah. I can I can jump in there. and I'm not looking past Sean Lutheran anyway I'm I'm looking just straight
0: through his head you know <laughs> uh someone else asked have you um have you practiced any uh really weird kicks spin at- spinning attacks or submissions that we haven't seen uh from you or anything you've never used before yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Always
0: practicing
1: there's, um, stuff, is there? there's all well, it's not so much that it's just I like I got I got about ten years of of training behind me and if you add up my fight time I like went on a street get amateur, I was like forty seconds, fifty seconds, two minutes, one minute, like then it was like a twelve minute fight, then I had another thirty second fight, another thirty second fight. Then I had an eight-minute fight for my debut. I had a two-minute fight for my second one. And my last one was two minutes. They're all just... So I can't show what I can do in that time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised people are still buying tickets off me because they, as soon as they sit in their seats, they're still standing back up. But, you know, that's why I'm calling for these top boys in the division because if people want to see what I can do and they, and they don't want to be, you know, see me clean someone out in a couple of minutes and chuck me some of their names I've been asking for for the last year. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I was going to say I've seen a video where you were asking for uh, like Paddy, and yeah. um, oh, who was the other guy? I forgot his name. There was another guy you asked for as well. It and I probably would have been, it, been
1: Paddy, Mason, Jacobson. Yeah. But the thing is with Paddy? You know, I don't expect. I'm calling the top boys in the division. There, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting anybody. But yeah. you think if you're if if you're say Everton at sixth place and you've got Liverpool. United, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, I don't know who the top boys are. Are you going to turn around and tell me that Everton don't want to be better than them boys just because
0: Yeah, it's cause the fight game?
1: You know what I mean? Get thick skin. People are taking offence to me wanting to be the best in the sport and the best the best around here, the best in the UK, the best in the world. People are taking offence to that. You're in the wrong sport, lads. Simple as that. You know what I mean? I did put that video out, right? Paddy Pimblett straight away, I messaged him saying, if you've seen that video, it's going to... Because I, ta- I talked to him before it, yeah, just yeah. about bits and bobs. You know, he's sound. And I said, I'm guessing you've seen that video, laughing faces. And he put... I, I, when I was your age, I did the exact same thing as you, lad. That's what you got to do. You've got to break future in this sport. And then you get other boys who I mentioned in the video crying about it. You know what I mean? I ain't going to name it. any names. But you, if you're going to cry about a bit of competitive... Tension, you're in the wrong game. Simple as that, you know.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, you're always going to aim above, aren't you? Exactly. You
1: know I mean? like, am I going to go? Am I going to go calling out the journeyman and, underneath me, like like some of them boys do? No, I'm not.
0: And it's all about yeah. what you want to do, isn't it? Like like um, like, for instance, Andy Joshua for like about two years was fighting like bums and just yeah. like journeyman and
1: but he's he- one of them boys who goes oh you know I can only fight who's put in front of me I respect that but I've had this many fights when so I'm cleaning this many people out Sean Luther he's a name I wanted and I've got him you know so I, yeah. I can show what I can do against him but you know I'm young I'm only 22 I've been, there's only three professional fights on my record so you know, you know Graham Boyd is not going to look there and go oh let's feed him to the dogs he probably wants to build me up but yeah of course you know, he definitely wants to build me up, but there's only so many times they're going to be able to make this weight, and I want that belt within a year. So, you know, it, it's what it's
0: one of them, is We'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. See how 2020 goes. Yeah. So, um, where do you see yourself in five years? With UFC champion. That? Excellent. That's the answer. That's the answer.
1: That's the and I I believe that. Believe
0: that you know. So funny enough, I to just my to then.
1: my bones, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I, there's not a doubt in my head that that's not happening. You know, and if it doesn't happen, it's going to be less than five years. And if it doesn't happen, I will turn around and say, whoever stopped me on that way, they're a better man than me, and all the best to them. You know what I mean? But that is happening. You know that there's no way it's not happening. You know, I'll be a UFC. I'll be a UFC champion in three years. That's what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not here to. To say well, you know, team. so so and so is better than me, and I'm I've got to build myself up. You know, I'm I want to fight and I want to prove myself. You know, that, that's what I want to. That's what I want to do. You know, I'm a cage fighter.
0: That's pretty pretty black and white, isn't it? Yeah, you know? well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like with fighting, is it is what it is. It's like dog eat dog, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah, it's dog
1: eat dog. You want to
0: get to the top, you just yeah. got fight your way to the top. But literally, I think of
1: it like think of it like this, right? Say you're a singer or a musician, yeah. You just chuck the single out there, right? And you want to get the UK number one. And you've got Adele, there, Liam Gallagher, well, Ed Sheeran. You've got people like that. You're all at the, you're all at the meet. You know who's going to win or some award. Everyone will shake hands with each other, but they'll all be thinking, "Fuck yeah. you" at the same time. You know what I mean? They'll oh, yeah. all be thinking, "Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you," because I want to be number one. None of you matter, you know. And yep. if you're not thinking like that, you you got got to lose his mindset, you know. And you you probably you're not gonna get. You know, there'll be a limit to what you can achieve. And you know, if you ask me, fuck everyone else. You know, I'm I'm here to 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 be number one. So that that that's pretty much it.
0: Cool. So, uh. N norm seventy se uh, seventy-six asked if the UFC came calling this year, would you jump at it or would you say it was too soon and stay with Cage Warriors until you won the title?
1: I jump at it, but I guarantee my coaches wouldn't let me go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But I
1: jump at it in an heartbeat. I thought that was my debut. I'd jump at it in a heartbeat.
0: I guess yeah. there's there's two ways to kind of look at it, and there's like that the one the one sort of side of it which Maybe your coaches would think where well, you know yeah. it's not quite the right oh, no, time. No, or... no,
1: don't 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 get me wrong, you know, I would agree with them that it's not the right time. But yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna turn around and put that on the table and say, Yeah, of course, you wanna fight in the UFC, I'm gonna say yes ten times out of ten. But will I fight if they come forward, will it happen? But you know, probably not this year. But if yeah. they come calling this year, I'd say yes straight away. But then my manager would turn around and say, Whoa now, you know. Mm. They're trying to say that to me now, but you know
0: Yes yeah, You know The thing is as well Is when you get like Those big opportunities Is you mm. never know Kind of If or when They'll come around again Oh no
1: exactly Oh no they they definitely Will be coming around again No but, but what I
0: mean by that Is like you Like you know Touch wood That it doesn't happen But like you could get A bad injury Or something like yeah, that Yeah 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 And then you You just don't know Like so Yeah
1: no There's exactly, always you know that Consideration
0: do, yeah. in it When you get like A big opportunity Yeah um, uh same guy asked uh Cardiff City or Swansea City. I don't really follow football. I uh
1: Swansea City because my old housemate Sean used to <laughs> oh, just, just uh, I don't follow football at all, mate. At do all. you know?
0: No. 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 So what, do you watch? do would you follow any other sports apart from like MMA? I don't even. I follow MMA, of
1: course. Um, boxing, obviously, that kind of is the same thing. I'm into music. I am. I. I I'd rather sit and watch like live music.
0: Yeah. What sort the of music of a, do you like?
1: You know, rock guitar music. You know, any anything really. I, I like watching like gigs from like the '80s and stuff like that.
0: You know. Nice.
1: Bit of all Aussie and. Bit of Eric Clapton that's been on the blower today, you know, stuff
0: like that, you know. Yeah, I um, I saw you put a post up the other day actually on Facebook. I think it was about mm. uh, the Libertines. Oh, the Libertines, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Top band, I really, top really band. like, uh, like their yeah. stuff.
1: Brilliant band, yeah.
0: But like, I um, I'm outvoted in my house now these days because I'm the same. Like, I really like music and I yeah. like indie music and I and good like proper good music. But my yeah. kids like like pop music and that, and my missus oh. likes pop music <laughs> so I'm like outnumbered I do yeah, I, like right? I like a bit of hip hop I yeah. like a bit of hip hop and that I
1: I, mean, I I like anything really but you know I, I'd say my my interest if I sit and um, playing on YouTube or ever on my phone I'll be I'll probably be watching like a live gig or something yeah yeah I've I've I've, I've always been into that yeah
0: all ah, right, it's going. Yeah. uh Okay, what else we got? Uh, who's the biggest prick you've met in the fighting world so far? Ho oh, oh. ho.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, let me think now.
0: And why? <laughs> who's the
1: biggest prick?
0: I can't think. It's got to be some. Um. The biggest prick.
1: Oh that's a nasty question. It is, isn't it? That is a nasty question because there's
0: you know. It's like setting you up for conflict, isn't it? For a confrontation
1: at the next at the next show or something, yeah. Um No comment.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Come back to that one maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard, doing it. It's an hard one because it's it like, is hard. Because it, yeah, it's just uh, it's is it?
1: very hard one. I wouldn't. It's him. not. I wouldn't even. It's not a fight, though.
0: It's not a fight, though. Yeah, and I think there's got to be like within boxing and MMA and fighting generally. Yeah, I reckon there's probably some shady characters like on oh, the outskirts. Yeah. Who like not necessarily fighters, but like just people who want Could to take advantage involved, of like, fighters officials and
1: stuff like that. You know,
0: yeah. Take oh, advantage of the fighters oh, when, you,
1: when you say that.
0: You just thought yeah, one, a, didn't you? Hey,
1: there, yeah, there's a lot of tricks
0: <laughs> in the game, but there's
1: a lot of good people in the game as well.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Whoever uh, said
0: that is a bad man. <laughs> the thing I was Gaz. Uh, Gaz, you dirty dog. No. Would you fight a teammate in the right circumstances? No, no. they we're you... all
1: like best mates, man.
0: Yeah, and that's funny enough. Someone asked um, Tom Moons, who's got a twin brother or a brother who's a fighter, and they asked yeah. him if he would fight his brother, yeah, you know, if the circumstances or whatever was right, and he said no. You, you
1: just...
0: I'd probably fight my brother. I
1: fought him yeah, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let me um grab my phone charger because I just had a thing. we have got ten percent left. Is that right? Yeah, I mate. Mean, yeah. Perfect.
0: Cool. Uh what's the favorite what's your favorite place in the world to fight? So far.
1: Um I well, so far. Hey, Ebervale. That's up there. The atmosphere and you know, that little venue, you get it's like um have you ever seen Snatch? Yeah, yeah. You know when I'm, you know, you know, in the bar where I'm like the fight scenes and that, mm. it's it's literally just rowdy. Everyone's pissed, rowdy. You know, just a flat out like it's like a fight club atmosphere. I love it in there. But I would probably have to say the Viola, would be stupid not to. It's like a full on arena. It's like a dream, it was a dream come true fighting there for the first time. Um, Viola Arena in Cardiff. Yeah.
0: What was your emotions like before that fight? Like just like the walk walk in and stuff
1: but what before the first one in the arena yeah I was just thinking uh, I was thinking it should sound I was literally thinking about the first time I ever dreamt of doing it like watching Rocky or walking down the street my headphones in I was just saying to myself like this is you have literally this is a part of the journey but it's, it's, a dr- it's a dream come true in itself, mm. you know, making that big walk out to an arena. When I first turned the corner and saw the arena, I was just like,
0: <sighs> yeah. you know. Yeah. What music did you come out to that, uh, for that fight?
1: Franz Ferdinand, Take Me Out.
0: It's a good one. I, I let, let it build up. Tune.
1: I let it build up, you know. And I walked out as it started doing that. Nice.
0: Yeah, it was. You had a really good reaction as well, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're nuts in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that the one on the twenty eighth now—that's in Evervale again, isn't it?
1: That's in Evervale, Yeah, yeah. So that's not televised, unfortunately. But I'm the main event of you know that's then it's I think probably it's, it's probably going to be my last one ever at the. I thought my last one might have been the last one, last show they'd done last year. Yeah. But and the main event of this card, you know, I'm very, you know, if you rewind three years, I have made my amateur debut. On one of these cards. Oh, that's okay. So then I've had this year, another year. Now I'm the main event one, you know.
0: Yeah, three that's years. Yeah. Cool,
1: yeah. So it's it's nice way to, you know. I'm you know I'm really looking forward to it. And I said it's it's fifteen twenty minutes away from Murph, so I, I sell a lot of tickets. All my friends and family will be there, and it's like a bike club atmosphere. It's loud but it's louder than than the Viola at times and.
0: So it's had really had close some... in though, isn't it? It's like yeah, really yeah. enclosed. I've had, I've know. had
1: some, you know, I've had some good, good memories there. I won my first amateur belt then. I made my professional debut then. And I'm really looking forward to going back.
0: Good way to start 2020. Yeah. Okay, let's get into some of these awkward questions. and Just mm-hmm. make you sweat for the last 20 minutes or so. All right. <laughs> What's the naughtiest thing you've ever done? Oof. That, was, that was from Gaz as well. What's he trying the to do The naughtiest
1: thing I've ever done? Yeah. Um, well, I actually got in trouble with... The, I suppose the naughtiest thing i ever done would be getting in trouble with the police, wouldn't it?
0: Well, that's the next question. Have you ever been arrested?
1: I've never been arrested. I was All close. Well, right. we'll go back to that. Um, the naughtiest thing I've ever done would be... Well, I got put on, like, the youth offenders list.
0: No, I'm Okay.
1: But, uh... Just me and the boys were out and about... I don't bother him as much anymore, but me and me and Sam Hayes, well, we just gone into Lidl's and bought some eggs because we were going to go egging. Mm. and we were walking up this alley, and he said to me, "I bet you won't launch one of that kidbler."
0: <laughs>
1: so I launched an egg at this. I feel you know I didn't feel good about it then. Launched an egg at him, split all down his chest. My luck, he knew who I was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I
1: was like. 13 then and my mother gets a phone call and
0: oh, a what the piece are on the phone you've been
1: oh I was crying out. but that's probably the naughtiest thing I've ever done was launch an egg at, launch an egg at someone on the, into their chest because that was just out of order there's no need to yeah. like <laughs> yeah
0: was that in Merthyr or Malvern
1: I was in Malvern
0: yeah, um, yeah. have you ever been arrested no you said that no. didn't you
1: no, I haven't been arrested. I've been cl- I've been closer once. A bouncer beat my mate up, and then I had a little tip for the bouncer, as you would. Yeah. And then Some um. Them
0: are just horrible bastards, so not they?
1: Well, they've all been they've all been banned the place. I got banned for life at the place because I I you know you know as you can probably figure out what I was saying yeah. to the bouncer, and then the police you know all crowded round. But you know I defended my friend. That yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't
1: do anything out of order. I didn't throw any punches, or I didn't even touch him. He was, I didn't be on a rail, but I just said to him, you know, I was pretty fired up. As yeah. you can probably imagine.
0: <laughs> well, say, the problem is, some bouncers are just horrible bullies, And they? Um, yeah, and they get off on the power of it. A... You know, he, he,
1: he hit my mate. He hit my mate Sean. It was his birthday, and then he smacked my mate Bummel, I think Ben. Not Bumhole, his nickname's Bumhole.
0: <laughs> what a nickname that is. Yeah, uh,
1: poor kid, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, yeah, I went tech- and I, tried, I said to him, you, you, you know, as you can imagine.
0: Yeah. Um, we go. Have you ever fought anyone you hate in the cage? In the cage? Uh, yeah. Or dislike genuinely. Genuine dislike. Um, let me think now. It don't actually happen that much, if you think about it. There's no, not that many fights where I, don't,
1: are... I can't say I genuinely hate many people, if not anyone. There was one guy, I thought Josh Hudson, I didn't dislike him. But he beat my mate.
0: Yeah.
1: I wanted revenge. I knew that much. <laughs> That's about it.
0: Uh, See, I I ask that that question comes up a lot, or like similar kind of connotation.
1: Yeah. yeah. um,
0: I was thinking about it, and it's not you don't really see that many fights where the two fighters like have got to genuinely like dislike each other or hate each other. Like McGregor and Khabib obviously was personal.
1: That was personal. Yeah. But I mean,
0: other than that, I couldn't really even think of many. I think Bispin had one, didn't he, which was a bit...
1: Rock old he had.
0: Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, If you could fight anyone from any era, who would it be? Oh. From any era? Yeah. Uh
1: I'd say this year is the one. From any of you, would B.J. Penn or Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz? That would be something else fighting them. They'd be good. Um, Proper odd, odd men they are. You know.
0: Mm. If you could fight any boxer, who would it be? (sighs) Oh.
1: If I could fight any boxer, to be honest, I'd probably pick a journeyman so I'd win. (laughs) Um, Oh, well, any sort of dream match, but none of them are dream matches. They're all... (sighs) Mayweather, because you get the money.
0: Yeah, sounds good thinking.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, he also asks, uh, if you could fight any current fighter, but from a different weight, who would it be? Um, what in Cage Warriors Cage Warriors UFC MMA anywhere. I'll say
1: Cage Warriors because um, you know it's most relevant isn't it uh, yeah. from a different weight I'd have to go up someone like um, I had a bit the only person I can think of Cage Warriors posted a picture of me in a bag yeah and this boy who I'm going to mention said oh Everyone could hit a bag. Show us something more. And then I said in the comments, I'll hit your head if you keep on. Silly boy or something like that. <laughs> Alex Lahore. So I guess, you know, he's a bit of...
0: Of him. Tension. Tension. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Nah, he's not. He's a bit I of a... But I think he was trying to give it the big run and I just, you know, shut him down sort
0: of it. See, so if we do this in a year, you'll be able to answer that question of uh, if you ever fought anyone you hate with that, the same answer. Yeah,
1: well you know, <laughs> I, I don't He's try blue. and say "Hey, hate Lahore I've never spoke to him Or seen him But you know He, he tried giving it The big one You know <laughs>
0: That's what happened See we've got That's to build happened. it up now We've got to build up Attention Alright then got to build it up we've got to start tweeting him Saying yeah. uh, Oban said
1: <laughs> Don't do that <laughs> 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 There's enough of that No, you don't need to do that and It's All Thursday right. night
0: Yeah um all right, what else we got in? Uh in your opinion, which British fighters should we keep an eye out over the next couple of years who could make a jump to the UFC? Um Other than me. <laughs> yeah, other than you. Obviously.
1: Um am joking Um I think Jordan Peak You know, he's you know, he's one of my closest training partners, especially lately. Uh Jordan Peak Peaky, Jack Tucker you know he's one of my best friends and you know we've been training together f- for a long time and I think he could make the jump very very soon you know he's a really high level guy he's, he's still yet to make his professional debut but he's one of them boys that as soon as he makes his debut everyone will be like ah oh, you know he realizes his yeah. level uh, you got to put me on a spot you know I wasn't going to forget mm-hmm. somewhere Jack saw already in the UFC who can make the jump and I know British fighters, Paddy, yeah, he should be in there. I think. Um, but he's got a bit of a skid. But he's had some hard luck with injuries, isn't he? Um, mm. When you think of the middleweight, well, Ross Houston, he's got a good shout, but he hasn't fought in a long time. Like with Jai Herbert, yeah, that's a good champion one. of my division. Under a century in the US, he's an absolute animal. I've, you know, I, I went to watch his fight, uh, his last fight in Birmingham, it, live at the arena. Oh, brilliant, brilliant performance. You know, I, you know, I try and look up to his style a bit. You know, mm. you know, I and he's a he's a guy who he's the hardest man in the division. He could just as easily knock me out as anybody else in the world could. I called him out on an interview, saying I want to fight the champion, and he would message me on Instagram saying, "You've got a bright future ahead of you, kid. All the best." Here's another man who's like a solid, you know, fighter. He's a, yeah. you know, I respect, you know, people like that. In my head, they just go miles up in my estimations. You know, they yeah. haven't got an ego. They're not. They're not running around thinking they're the big man. You know that. People are, and you know he's he's a he's got years on me and you know he's got skill on me. I'm not deluded. I would fight him, of course I would. He's the champion, but you know he's an excellent fighter. And you know I think he should be in the UFC. Jai Herbert, you know he should he should have he should be on his UFC London card. Um, yeah, off the top of my head, I think that's that's, that's about brilliant. it. In the, the next few yeah,
0: years, yeah. Um How good is Jack Shaw? Oh, he's
1: brilliant. You know he is. He is. He's a special, special talent. You know, I try I, try, I got some weight on him yeah, but when I train with him, it's just as hard just as odd around as it would be someone my size. You know, he's a he's a black belt jiu jitsu. You know, he, I look up to him a lot. You know, I learn a lot from him. Training with him day in day out.
0: Top man as well.
1: He's a top guy. You know, he's he's a legend. You know, I've been, been been on a few nights out and that. You know, mm-hmm. he's one of the boys. You know, he, he, he keeps himself grounded. I think his attitude and his mindset is more. Admirable than, yeah. It's the most admirable thing, obviously, his skills are admirable. But he, he's good you know, he's such a nice guy. You know, he could walk, walk around you know, thinking he's Johnny Concrete like a lot of people do, but he yeah. doesn't. You know, he, he's, you know, he's one of the hardest, hardest guys I know, and he doesn't.
0: Fair play. Uh, who's the best fighter you've ever sparred with?
1: Jack's always up there. Uh, well. I'd be, Marshman, all the boys in my gym. Brett Johns, he's a, he's brilliant. Best fighter I've ever sparred with. My brother Lloyd. But you know nobody. You know he, he's had a couple of years up the game. My bro, my my elder brother Lloyd. He's one of the best fighters I've ever sparred with. Um. I think as far as like high high level guys. Jack Tackle when he tries taking you down is an absolute nightmare. Peaky, Jordan Peak when you're in his guard you're constantly nearly getting subbed you know um, I sparred some good boys but yeah I, I, I don't know I if I, I can pick one the best because I haven't sparred any of them enough you know I sparred yeah. obviously boys in my gym but I'm trying to not name them yeah because it's obvious it's them but um, yeah my brother Lloyd that's the best fighter I've sparred
0: get shocked and um, what was I going to ask you I was going to ask you something I forgot what it was I don't know what it was right Um, who is the so Peaches wants to know who's the most famous person in your phone contacts she always asks that she's nosy
1: probably Enzo Macronelli
0: trying to get him on the podcast actually. I messaged him the other day.
1: Yeah, probably Ender. After my Good last man. fight, he, he texted me his number and, um, or said, Send me your number. I sent him his number, send my number. He said, You know, if you're ever around, we'll do some training.
0: Top man. Ender, I think. Can't fault that.
1: Well, you know, he is obviously more famous than anybody else. You know, he's been there done Bennett, he?
0: Yeah. 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 You can't fault that though, can you? Like people just oh, saying, said, You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, he. You know, I, I, really, I was shocked when he, when he when he messaged me yeah Enzo shout out to Enzo you're a top man
0: good man I'm, hope, I really, I'm hoping to get him on get
1: uh, him
0: on he's funny isn't he he is uh, and you'll uh, he, he, have some cracking stories to share as well I reckon yeah uh, um, what we got who's the best British MMA fighter of all time in your opinion and why Michael Bispin
1: He's the main man, and he went through the era where everyone was on the roids.
0: Yeah, he did. He fought and a load he, of jacked up dudes.
1: He got, he got through it, and he won the title. I literally screamed the abs down when he won about, You know, what a man. He's been there and done it. He won it. He's like 37. Everyone thought he'd be done. But he's the best British fighter, MMA fighter of all time, and he probably will be the best British MMA fighter of all time for the rest of the time for what he did for the sport in, in Britain. If
0: you yeah. ask me he brought, he brought it on Didn't he, he Brought it on, brought it on
1: and, and he got to the top Of the mountain You know That's unre- It's un- unreal stuff
0: From, from all yeah, Bisping when, Like when you think of it Like at the moment No British fighters Outside Bisping Have really got To the top of the tree In the UFC Have they Dan
1: Hardy had a title shot Didn't he, and he done, Yeah he, he had a He You know He put on a, He showed how tough He was against GSP But um, Other than that I think that is Literally it Isn't it
0: yeah, yeah, none of the others have got there yet. Oh, well, that's yep. what I was going to ask you. Brett John's got a fight coming up now in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, be nice to see him put on a performance. Because when Lovely I spoke to him, dick. he said like um, he felt like his last fight he didn't do himself justice. Yeah, but he seems well, uh, well up for it.
1: Hey, Brett is an he, he is. He's world-class, Brett, and he's such a good guy and he deserves all the success in the world. And I I, I, hope, he, I hope he gets the job done and he should get the job done. I normally train with him a lot. I haven't trained him at all for this his current camp. I normally... I've trained with him for my last few camps. He used to come to the gym a lot. I, I've been down to his gym a lot. But this camp, yeah, i haven't met at all. But, you know, I, I can only... You know, I can only imagine he's in he's in the best shape he's ever been.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping. I'm really looking forward to that fight. I can't wait. Yeah. Um. So Peter McCarthy on Twitter asked, uh, "How does it feel to be the future of MMA and the future world champion?" Hashtag believe.
1: Believe. It feels good, mate. Peter, it feels good.
0: Yeah. See. Getting ready. Getting ready. Preparing. That's
1: just a. It's not even a question. That's just a flat out compliment.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, J- uh, JD wants to know uh, Who would you rather fight McGregor or Khabib McGregor For the money
1: Not so much for the money I'd have a, I'd have a bang with him
0: Yeah I think that'd be an awesome fight Mantis.
1: I'd have a bang with him I said to my stepdad Three years ago
0: Or four years ago
1: I said Nah it would have been Four years ago, or five years ago, I said, guaranteed, when I get to like 25, 26, the same way McGregor called Mayweather out, I'm going to call McGregor out. I said that easy to go. So that's on file. So if it happens, which you never know, it's on file there and then. Do you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. That'll be good, mate. I would like to see it. Um,
1: Bang him out as well.
0: (laughs) So then we had a couple on Facebook earlier. Uh, which I think are some of some of your mates and that as well. So yeah. uh, Glenn Williams asked uh, if O'Ban could be the matchmaker for one night. Which fights would he make happen uh, for himself, his teammates, and his mates? Ooh, for myself, if I was the matchmaker,
1: well, there's a few fights, but the one i the one I've always been intrigued with. Um, yeah, the one I've always been intrigued with was Mason Jones because he's like 20 minutes away. And months, probably nearly a year ago now, I said to him, oh, I said to him a couple of times, We should spa, we should we should get some sparring. done. And he he sort of just like brushed me off as like a stranger. So I was like, Ah, mm. oh, yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, get a spa. He's a good fighter, get on with him. Um, and then I seen him again. Said to him, "Yeah, we should get some sparring done." I said it on a podcast the other day, and he like looked at me like a fan, like, oh, "Yeah, mm. yeah, come get in, get in touch with my team." And I was just, it's just a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, I have gotta get in touch with your team to spar you or Yeah. But um, then since then, a series of um, you could call it banter on Twitter has took place with uh, his brother. <laughs> And a, most of his friends and all of my friends. So I'm going to, you know, it's neck and neck. And then I'm getting messages on Instagram like um, Mason Jones will kill you. Mason Jones will kick mm-hmm. your head in. Mason Jones or you're, you're a nobody. There's only one lightweight in Wales. Mason Jones this, Mason Jones that. And I just laugh it off. Yeah. Because it's banter, innit? it? You know, yeah. it's, it's a bit of banter. But, um. Yeah, the 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 tables turned for the worst when uh, my mates were giving it this, his mates were giving it that. Then apparently at the Cage Warriors they had this big, massive argument, right, and everyone was pushing and shoving each other. No, uh, yeah, it's one of the And the thing is, I, I I've never even fallen out with Mason ever, not yeah. once. I get on with him. How are you doing? Shake his hand every time I see him. But since then, I you know he's called me like a clown and. Uh, you know, it's all gone a bit sour over a bit of like banter that I didn't even start.
0: Yeah. And in, as I've always
1: wanted to spar in,
0: You're fighting. I've always
1: wanted to spar him. But uh, as all this has kicked off, you know, I'm never, probably never going to spar him. But it's one I've always been thought, you know, I'd love to train with him. You know, I'd love to see how we get on against him. I'd love to see yeah. how we get on. But so I say, uh, if that would have to be a fight now, because I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he doesn't like me very much because of what my friend <laughs> said. But, you know, it is what it is.
0: It's mad how it you know. develops from nothing, though, isn't
1: it? <laughs> Mate, you, you're telling me, you know, I've had people come up to me on night talk going, leave Mason alone. And I'm like, I haven't said a word about him. <laughs> I haven't said a word about him. But people are going, Skits are, you know, I wish Mason all the best, but the, I've, like, messaged him going, you know, I respect you, but I'm not going to go scraping his ass now. Yeah. I'm just defended over my friends. You know, I've, done, I've said my bit. My conscience is clear, but if he's gonna be like that, I guess it's one of them in it. You know what I mean? If he's near the belt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be coming after him. So it's one of them things. If I'm a matchmaker, probably that one. Now, and that my, goes
0: back to that other question we had earlier about fighting people. who you like gonna fall out with?
1: Well, I don't think we should fall out. But <laughs> well, you haven't fallen out it. with him.
0: He's fallen out with you. He's fallen but... out with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: his, his brother and oh, he's all got out of hand
0: craziness
1: yeah it is it is a bit bonkers you know I think he's like three years older than me as well you know it's
0: a it, beefs it's a bit it's, it's all a load of
1: bollocks like <laughs> it's like and like my, my mates are saying oh Mason's boring and that and that this is where this is where my my um, opinion on Mason completely changed because he then started like offering my mates out to his gym mm. to come and educate them or something you know I'm not calling his mates out for a scrap Mm. But he's asking my mates to go down his gym, so I th- he doesn't want to go down that road. Put it that way, you know what I mean? You no. can't be doing stuff like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not. but well, I just want to get that out there in the least confrontational way as possible. But you know, that's, that didn't sit right with me when he said that. You know what I mean? You should be a professional, and you sh- you, you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't go around saying stuff like that, to people. But in the same breath, like I said to my mates, you shouldn't be saying this to him. So it's one of them things, yeah. you know. I- I say to my friends, people think I'm getting you to say it. Can you cut it out? And they're like, "Oh yeah." And then one says another, and but anyway, what was a bit next bit that Glenn said? Uh, so it fights, no? f- uh,
0: fights that you would make happen for yourself, your teammates, and your mates.
1: Uh, my teammates, well, Jordan Peake and Ben Ellis. That's the co-main event on the next card. That's the one I really wanted to see. Ben goes on saying he's the best featherweight in Wales, and then Peake says, "No, I'm the best featherweight in Wales." And... That would be, be a good one. We'll
0: point.
1: find out. Yeah. We'll find out, yeah. And, um, yeah, I'd say that one. I want to see Jack Shaw against Nathaniel Wood. Yeah. I want to see, yeah. I'm not too, I'm not too sure on the middleweights, to be honest, with Marshman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good shot. What was the last one? Uh, and your mates. Oh, my mates.
1: Well, Hmm. Well, Glenn Speaking of Glenn He's fighting uh, I think he's fighting Shane Price I'm not too sure I'd love to see Glenn Try and get the Cage Warriors Academy belt. he lost that he, he lost his last chance Yeah Um. There's a lot of I've got a lot of mates That I can think of That I can't You know, I can't pick one And not mention the other So I say Glenn You know, he asked the question
0: yeah, There we go Um. And Jordan Peake asks uh who's got the biggest net in the gym evil or the vet?
1: The vet. Chris Edwards.
0: Ah uh, right, okay.
1: He's like five foot four. He's like eighty-five kilos and his head's like this big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, five foot
0: four. Uh who else we got uh, Jordan Minute Minute Minay minute, Minutes. Uh-huh. I apologize to Jordan for the didn't pronounce his name properly. Uh, he says, "How many, uh, how many tiles can he carry up a roof in one go?"
1: Oh, Jordan Minet.
0: <laughs> Minet, sorry, that's my fault. Four.
1: Mate. I used to work. I worked with him for a bit. Four. I stick four on, but he tried lumping six on. He's, you know, he's, he thinks he's hard, uh, doesn't he? Young Dut That's his
0: nickname. Not Bummel.
1: No, not Bummel. No, different, different, different,
0: different boy. guy. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna save this question from Ben Jackson till uh, till that's last. That's Bummel! Is it? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to save his question to last, only because I was going to ask you this question because okay. I've seen your recent Twitter activity. Um, Matthew James wants to know, would you rather fight 100 chicken-sized men or one man-sized chicken?
1: 100 chicken-sized... Mm, 100 chicken-sized... Oh, no, I don't know. Chickens were bigger are you. You couldn't just go boot in them all; they grab onto your foot. One man sized chicken and just bang it out, like
0: take it out in one big baboom. and uh, Mark Lavington says, Uh, when will you knock out Conor McGregor? But you've already answered that because you said when you're about 25,
1: 25,
0: 26. Call him out, finish, him his, finish his career,
1: finish him off, like yeah,
0: okay. So, uh, before we get to, to, to Bumble Ben's questions. love that (laughs) nickname it's cracking Uh, Peaches again she wants to know um, uh, she says name three films that she should watch and three TV series
1: three films she should watch if she hadn't already watched them Step Brothers
0: Lone Survivor oh
1: Rocky Four. Carl, my coach Carl says Rocky Three, but I think Rocky Four is the best one. And if she's seen Step Brothers or Lone Survivor, then just watch Three Rockies, because Peaches probably hadn't seen that.
0: No. Peach, yeah.
1: Um, and the series Breaking Bad, You and Narcos, but she's probably seen all of them as well.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen You or Narcos. I, oh, I
1: watch Narcos, that's good.
0: It's supposed to be awesome. What's that You like?
1: Good, really good you'd you know, be surprised crap. that yeah it's a bit it's a bit um, it's strange you know it's What's a bit it about some guy who's like just a bit of a perv but then sometimes you think oh is he a perv and then you're sort of like um and and, ah, and like, but then like he does stuff where you think oh nah it's bang out of order and then you're like oh is he it's like they're messing with your head
0: Yeah, I might. I'm gonna have to watch it because everyone everyone seems to be watching it. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. So let's finish off on this question. Ben Jackson says, What are Oban's opinions on veganism?
1: Uh Aha, well, I've never understood it myself, but I, I get the concept. But when did it happen, veganism? Like a couple of years ago, something like that. Let's yeah. say 100 years. It's probably not been around for 100 years. But think of what all the cavemen did. For all... Think of like the food chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's natural to eat meat, but then they'll turn around and go, no, it's not. You're killing the planet. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. If I was a chicken, let me turn the brightness up. I can't. Oh, no, it is that. If I was a chicken, right? And I was getting killed, but say you had like eyes and you could still see after you were dead, right? Just think Mm -hmm. of this now imagine you with a chicken, you've just been killed, right? And he's like, oh, a (laughs) nightmare. Oh, well. And then you're sitting on this counter with a five pound sticker on yourself. And it was like, oh, a nightmare. I can't believe it. And then the chicken's here, and then like the shelf above is like some chickpeas or like salad and tofu or vegan stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah? Yeah? So you've got this chicken with eyes eyes He's looking at this customer and then the customer's like, yeah, he's probably thinking, yeah, you know, I'm going to get picked up, you know, they're obviously going to buy me. I haven't died for nothing. (laughs) Right? And then they go, oh, nah, it's cruel. Chickpeas. If you were the chicken, you'd be like, I've just died. So someone (laughs) would pick up a bag of chickpeas while I'm sat dead on a counter for no reason
0: it's not on, not
1: on. So if, you know if I was that chicken or turkey or whatever they are I'd at least want to be served on a plate and feed a family at least
0: yeah, but I get it they're
1: trying to nothing. stop they're trying to yeah it just, I get they're trying to stop all the animal cruelty that, you know, and I agree with that but it's not going to happen is it let's be fair
0: yeah, I think there's a difference, isn't there, between, and that's what, I, the, see, I, I don't really, like for me personally, if you want to be vegan, crack on, if you want to eat meat, uh, crack on, whatever, I don't really give two shits what people do, but uh, unless they like are hurting other people or they're upsetting other people, but what I can't handle is people who fucking preach to me and tell me what I should be doing,
1: I yeah, can't handle that.
0: Whether it's vegan or meat eaters or whoever, like I, everyone you know, I've ever spoken Tell spoke me to about what it, I should be doing. I've
1: had the same. I've had the same thing, but yeah, I, I went to uni in Bristol, so as you can imagine, there's a lot of like flower power. You know. It just, they're just everywhere. So I'm telling you, I probably would have been like a vegan if I weren't someone were kicking off at me every two seconds because I was like a chicken male or something.
0: Yeah, or yeah. And stick. but do you think it puts you off, doesn't it? Like, it puts you off even contemplating it. But like, I don't have understand. Got, like, how people would they get... a go at you?
1: But then people say, oh, you get your protein and other sources. But me as an athlete, when I'm cutting weight, I can't. Like, I need meat. Yeah. I need it. So, and if it's yeah, there on a like the an counter in a packet. If one day I walked in a shop, right, and there weren't a massive selection of meats and whatever. I say, oh, they've stopped killing the chickens, or whatever. Fair enough. I'll go and grab some chickpeas.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? Because you have to.
1: It's not happening, is it? Let's be fair. Or if they said, if you stop buying this, we'll stop killing the animals. I'll say, all right, I'll stop buying it then. But they're always good. If I leave it there or not, someone else will buy it. It's, it's impossible, you know?
0: Yeah. It is. Um, right. Oban, thank you for joining me, mate. Um... Just before Treasure. I close, close close up the show uh, Tell the people where they can find you On Twitter and Instagram And all this uh, type of stuff
1: My Instagram is Oban Elliot That's it All lowercase, all one word My Twitter is Oban Elliot underscore And my Facebook page is Oban Elliot, all one word That's the advantage of having a unique name Yeah, that's Absolutely. me Yeah, that's it I've got to give a special shout-out to my girlfriend, Liv. Top man. You know? Go do it. Good thinking. Yeah, you got it. Uh, You know, she's in Australia at the moment. And my mate, Chaxie, is in Australia as well. Uh, So shout-out to Chaxfield. All the boys. Bumhole, (laughs) Matthias. Jonesy. The um, Crocker, Lewis. I'm definitely Doily. I forgot him last time. Um, we have a chat called SOTP. And if I don't mention them, they'll kick off. So there it is.
0: There you go. All mentioned.
1: Yeah, everyone's in there.
0: Um, today's show was brought to you by Away Day Apparel. Visit uh, www.awaydayapparel.co.uk. Latest clothes and offers with some big things planned for 2020. Definitely worth following them on Twitter at Away Day Apparel and Insta uh, Away Day underscore Apparel. Follow me, AceCast underscore Nation on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Nation. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Nation. That's the best way to support the show. There's uh, three new shows every week, video and audio, and uh, on all sorts of subjects. Again, Oban, thank you for joining me. Thank and, you. Uh, people, thank you for watching, listening and sending in a shitload of questions. Always good. That thank you. Podcast Network.